Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 28th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. We are uh, we're recording together in a room. And uh, now that I'm looking around, I don't think it's a great acoustical room. I no, apologize. No. We There's just started shouting right now. Low like, oh, ceilings, hard not floors. Not a Blood lot of... everywhere. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. not going to absorb the audio. But we're together. It's got to be better than, than usual because Sometime. of that. With so. the Wi-Fi. But yeah, we're in uh, Cleveland ahead of the Friday golf event uh, at Canton Brookside. The Gold Jacket. Very excited. We went down there today. Place looks primed and ready. Some yeah. good tea gifts. Oh, it's supposed to be a delightful day. 76 oh, and sunny. It's like 65 for the morning round and you go off. No humidity. It's going to be great. That's going to be a little bit different than the what those guys had in uh, Atlanta <laughs> this week. Just temperatures upwards of 100 degrees pop-up <laughs> storms when there's zero percent chance of rain well who could have thought it when it's 100 100 degrees with the 100 percent humidity but yeah it's uh they got across the line barely there was a what, pot- what a disaster of a weekend for the pga tour <laughs> disaster might be a strong word i mean i think we would paint it as a disaster um it wasn't great. There was a potential ultimate chaos scenario this afternoon around, I don't know, two thirty, three o'clock that we would have, you know, a Monday finish for the Super Bowl, the tour championship, an event where there were 30 players in the field from Thursday through Sunday, you know, on Saturday night, we've got them being preempted by local preseason football in Dallas and Jacksonville and elsewhere. And then on Sunday, we have the potential for them, um, not finishing at all. 30 players only. So you had pop-up rain on Saturday, pop-up warning or pop-up storms both days off the course, uh, preempted in certain markets, running late today. Um, and I I don't want to like, I, I don't want to begin with the negative, but it wasn't very exciting. It wasn't, it wasn't exciting. Well, it was exciting if you were following the shadow leaderboard. If that was your tournament, it was a great duel. It was a duel between two of the two of the preeminent players in the game, trading blows on a Sunday, a Sunday sixty-two and a Sunday sixty-three. 63. You wouldn't have known it. You would not have really known it. <laughs> would have ended in a tie. Now, like this was Gross. all like we're playing this out, and who knows what happens if it's actually the tournament? You know, yeah, but yeah, right, right. You know. You would have had a incredible tournament. Instead, you had like something where it was like, oh, he cut it to three. <laughs> Heightened interest, and then it was over quickly. He got it back to four. Like it was here's the thing, is like this this whole start, I mean, this is why I said it yeah uh, earlier in the week. Sagger start. That that four players had a chance to win. <laughs> uh. Because, like, Colin Morikawa surges up. 
you can't sustain that level of play for four okay. rounds. Uh, okay. Look at Victor Hovland didn't play well in the first round. Like everybody has a round that doesn't go well. And if you're eight shots back, you can't withstand that. I think the folly was saying that Morikawa is not a contender, as he said on an 18 hole lead. He wasn't. Okay. I think that's just, just Who turning your in eyes tournament? the other way. Shoffley, did Shoffley loosely, you, did he say lo- he loosely contended in the tournament? Loosely. He was within, what, three on the back nine? On loosely. Sunday? Loosely contended. And you know what? What sucks is like, these guys just shot 63 and 62. And yes. you barely would have known it because it was just a straight deadpan all the way through. And it also puts you in the uncomfortable position of like wanting a guy to fail or blow up a little bit to make it a little more interesting. And maybe that's an okay position when the guy's a jerk or you don't like him, but like Victor Hovland. Yeah. We'll get the toasty (laughs) toasty. What did did it? The great irony is a guy named toasty runs a little hot. You know, that's just a perfect kind of symmetry. Um, but like, yeah, it's Victor too. Like, what, well, Victor, could you just give a few away here? Can you like blow up a little bit to make things interesting for everybody involved? CBS, this is the first time they've ever done the the tour championship all the way through, and they got a clunker. I mean, it wasn't. I, we're, I'm trying. What was it? What was the most positive light you could paint this? It's fine if like the right guy won, it crowned the right champion, crowned the right playoff winner. That's fine, but like. It could have also probably done that in a playoff when they're both 19 under, right? That's the point is like uh, it just it took the air out of a, an entire day. I don't I we're I think we're cherry picking a little bit and reacting to the most immediate thing that happened. Like last year gave us Rory and Scotty in a pretty one nip and talk back and forth. It ended up being a one shot win for Rory um, over Sunjay and Scotty. Like, that was an exciting, and it wouldn't have been one shot without the staggered start, I don't believe. I don't know. I, I, like, the pass is Cantlay won by a Maybe shot over Rom. One. Maybe it would have been one shot without the, the staggered start, you know? <laughs> DJ won by three, and then Rory won by four. This is with staggered start. This is low gross as now. Xander is the second time he's been low gross, or this was tied for low gross. I believe and, he's not gruntled with the tour. He's a little, little unhappy with the tour and these uh, these gross these gross wins he's he's accumulated that are not counting. That's the other issue. It's like it doesn't count as a career win. Right, right. Who would you give the win to today for the shadow leaderboard? (laughs) Since they didn't do the playoffs, the chip off. I was disappointed. Chip off for low gross get shop credit how are they what, are they splitting the owgr points what that's, how's that work other, yeah probably like split them like you would a t2 or something like that wouldn't it yeah i think so that's probably how you do it uh but yeah they were both 19 under seven clear of wyndham clark who on the gross leaderboard and then you would know, have been an epic duel yeah. yeah i think that's like the thing that i'll take away from this is i obviously victor Hovland. there's the there's an ascension here um with what he's doing and i you know i don't i i think like we always talk about like if rory or john rom wins this do we think differently of him no probably not but i think this is a very meaningful um 
win and and kind of accolade for Victor Hovland in his career to date. I think he's a player that's you know vastly improved his game since he's been on the PGA Tour, and it, it kind of is uh, setting up for him being a first page favorite in every tournament he tees it up, which I think is it's great. Uh, it's it's a wonderful development. He's obviously got a uh, a very um, humorous personality and really now has the the full package game the the wide array like the chipping i think like he had the chip that was not great but he cashed in the putt you know if if he if he stubs that chip on what was it 14 or 13 you know on yeah. the back nine he yep. it, it was into the grain yeah it was it was a it, it was, was a, a bad chip it was, that was a, it was a stub that a good chipper can also stub too yeah it wasn't, but yeah. But that was there has a history of it. Yep. yeah, and and that's the thing you, where your weakness, like in high leverage moment, always comes out, and um, so he's still got work to do with. Did the you chipping. felt like there were any high leverage moments today for Victor? I Hall? thought that was a little bit because like if he doesn't make that putt, it goes to two. Yeah, so I guess you know maybe Xander did contend. Maybe he did. <laughs> contender for tender are are these arbitrary labels we can throw on guys or not but nobody else really did no it was a it was it was bad television when do we play contender pretender usually on well fridays and saturdays at majors right yeah friday night and saturday night yeah is when we play contender pretender yeah so you know that was morikawa was a pretender this weekend do you have any like the FedEx Cup doesn't seem to do a good job. Like a major winner in the year never seems to win the FedEx Cup. We've now done Hovland, and I don't know that that doesn't mean any. I don't know. Maybe that's just being well uh, I think selective that, on how, how you rate a guy. And, and sometimes you know we know points are just by starts, and um, it could be a hot run of form just in September. But we've now gone Hovland, Rory Cantley, DJ won it in 2020, but that was prior, I believe, prior to before he won the November Masters. 2020 is kind of a not a great reflection. And Rory won in 2019. It's just kind of been a run of, I think, like Spieth maybe. 2015 was maybe the last major winner to also win the FedEx Cup. I don't know. That's kind of just trying to make two things that are not related uh, seem like they should be related like the, the total overall season champion should be someone who won a major but it's a separate race a separate metric but i think uh, that's the, the struggle with the whole thing yeah is that there's this jumbled um mentality of it doesn't know what it is right right like the players want it to be a regular season coronation but then they have this word playoff attached to it and they're trying to make it a playoff but they can't make it a true playoff because the players don't want it to be a true playoff. So you're stuck here with this like mess. And that's the problem. Like, you know, I think like, honestly, I think that there's a lot of like casual golf fans that probably turned on the broadcast today and didn't know that there was this stagger start. Totally. (laughs) Like, Oh my God, he's 25 (laughs) under and he's still got like 10 holes to play. And and then the broadcast was not really like mentioning it that much, you know? Well, I'll tell you what they did mention. They mentioned how you don't see this anymore. This eight shot, it's tiger. Like there was like, it it seemed like there was word had come down from on high at Ponte or something. 
I don't, they don't influence the broadcast. I'm not suggesting like the broadcasters are totally like influence. It just felt like there was this sudden emphasis to talk about like the margin <laughs> what is, on the leaderboard. So at one point, it's like this is tiger-like, and you don't see this. And well, they started the, the <laughs> different parts. And the thing about it is, it it would have been tiger-like with the growth. Well, not the margin. Right, but the 60s and yeah. all the 66, 62, well, 64. I mean, the 19 under to 12 under. Right, right. right These right. two guys, is it, you you know, like I Separated. Think, now, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to equate this and it wouldn't have felt like this, right? But like, to me, maybe one of the tournaments I remember the most, maybe the tournament outside of Tigers Masters, really, the tournament I think back to most in the last eight, nine years Phil and Stenson at at Troon. Sure, it's a big one. There's many, but that's one for sure. Today kind of was like that. Like these two guys, literally just duking it out, but not making literally. birdies. Yeah, yeah. On but the except card. this, except this one guy started the tournament five shots behind the other. Ah, you could understand Xander's frustration, which is apparently extremely high with this whole sort of low gross and low net and now he's done it two years in a row um what does it say about east lake that it appears just ripe for like xander i was calling him the earl of east lake like the prince of bonavidra he just seems to be well the guy there. i got it he won it on low he won it when it was you know low there was two they allowed for two a fedex cup champion and a tour championship winner he won it then you know, and JT won the FedEx Cup. He's now won two low grosses. It's he's just dominant at Eastlake. I, f- I feel bad for Xander. Yeah, on multiple levels because this 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 version of Eastlake is gone. <laughs> it will be completely different next year. So Andrew Green coming in to, to tear. <laughs> so it this this cozy home game for for Xander ends this year. Um, we'll see. I think there's something about Eastlake. Um, I don't think it overwhelmingly rewards power it you have to hit fairways you saw it today like xander's charging he's hitting all the fairways he gets close he starts missing fairways i feel like we see this with xander quail hollow i think this year was that this year i think it was quail hollow started just like he yeah he was out front we were watching it together he hit one left and and it's funny he hit that shot and i i kind of thought in my head i was like i've seen that shot but and you said you were like that's just classic Xander right there. Well, all right. That was behind the paywall. But yes, it was like the hard tug left. The driver is what seems to get a little yes. erratic when he's, you know, in these final groups or leading or near the lead. And yeah, that, of all the things, that that's where it seems to get a little wild. And So he got, he got close and then he misses three fairways and that's where Victor then, you know, it's, a, it's just one of those courses that I think Bermuda rough, we see it whenever there's Bermuda rough, like, Bermuda rough is hard for these guys to play out of. It's super unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You saw, you know, flyers galore from guys in it. It's hard to, you couldn't spin it. He couldn't spin it from certain positions where he's still hitting unbelievable shots, just, you know, dropping things on flags. But, you know, if you don't have control of that spin. So I think that's like, um, you know, I, one of the things about Eastlake is that it does really reward um, accurate tee shots. Yeah, that's that's a start. I'm surprised they didn't do the 
the tour being what it is you know we had activation station we had the master engraver not the not just any master engraver the tiffany's master engraver branded activation station on that we had various executives all week from southern company and accenture and all that i'm surprised they they missed a chance on a sunday that was you know of all the ironies that they went commercial free for this when there's just like yeah you don't want commercials when there's like 12 guys and all the shots are this you'd like to see the action from like 12 guys that are really in the hunt or there's you know 60 on the course and you want to see all the holes and stuff like there's 30 on the course one can win one could maybe what? make it close and it's boring and we had no commercials it was just like i felt bad i felt like I, this isn't a criticism i just felt bad for what came together it wasn't great the issue with this tournament going commercial free is when is there ever more than like one or two guys that can win this thing with this just staggered start? When you do the staggered start, it reduces the number of people that could actually win it, right? Yeah. I yes. Yes, that's true. That is in fact now, true. I don't I just like think this natural is never, a no. natural separation, I think it's the greatest thing. And golf, two guys, when you, seven. When you do, yeah. when you have, when you see something like today would have been with Gross, right. where two guys are just playing on a completely different level than everybody else in the field, um, and you know, in, instead, you you go commercial free in a tournament that is often pretty much decided by the back nine on on Sunday. Like last year, was kind of should have been sleepy if Scotty just didn't he kind of shit the bed real wild he lost it there yeah on sunday um and and like here's like another thing i saw there i think will actually nice tweeted from the fried egg a rory stat about top tens so it's uh 28 27 yeah worldwide top tens dating back to the beginning of 2022 most of any uh player over that span sky shuffler has 25 john rom has 22 just as a little fact check here rory finished 12th Okay. So just um, missed it. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have a top ten, but the, now this goes down as a top ten. Oh, because like, he finished twelve flow growth. Well, yeah, because he had a big, a big right. cushion on, on everybody but a couple players. And like, the Friday account fell for it. Yeah, Will fell for it. I'm gonna have to have a talk with Will about <laughs> about this. You know, he needs a, an eye eye on the on the shadow leaderboard before he has an eye on the gross leader or I'm, the net leaderboard. I'm shocked they didn't call in Andrew Green or not Andrew Green, but the, the some sort of grounds crew. To do the jack maneuver where they so they had something to fill the time we're tearing up this tee box back on one they could have started it on they one <laughs> they could have started on one during the rain delay <laughs> yeah have a little something to fill the non-commercial free hours i thought we would get that but they got a year to fix it up for less than a year they're playing here again next year um Hovland is an appropriate winner, as you talked about the ascension. Uh, we, but this is exactly the same thing we talked about it last year, uh, last week. It's like a, a leap year, a real leap year without winning a major, and that's possible. It's certainly possible for someone like Hovland, who we expect to win majors, but you know, is kind of on that trajectory still. Um, I, I just like, I just think maybe this event is just kind of. I don't know. It's it's maybe a byproduct or falls victim to its own marketing machine and hype. Like it wasn't that great in late September. It wasn't that great with a normal leaderboard. 
it's like occasionally they get a, a, a fleeting rocket ship like the tiger thing last year this event is just I don't know what you can do to it at this point to make it like feel like it's supposed to be this big, exciting culmination because it's, it's kind of never hit that mark um, except for a few like not replicable instances. And so that makes me think, well, the problem the staggered start is worth the bullshit. The back, the backlash the, that they the get. The problem is, is that I guarantee in Ponte Vedra, they think this event is a smash hit you know why because we don't matter it's because the fans don't matter bring yes. the executives through they got the, southern they, company exactly yeah, yeah we had we had a we had a person <laughs> on the inside <laughs> in the fedex in the fedex tent we had a uh, we had a source on the inside that was feeding us information i wouldn't uh, say a, an inconspicuous source it wasn't <laughs> under cloak and dagger they were flying the fried egg flag and they just didn't know that that might be an unwelcome sort of under in the courier cup tent but it was they they were out there so someone of them didn't know they might be going behind enemy lines <laughs> yeah, and that they kind just, of gear. just kind of wandering about and the bullseye on their chest with the logo they had on but yes um, but uh, what do we get from the inside? Yeah, so you know, like this is just like this is what you get when you spend a billion dollars over however many years. The the the. But uh, every player, every player after the rounds, going through the FedEx Cup tent. It must be like a their time to thank, you know, for the big check that they're getting at the end of the year. Yeah, like it must be like a bonus check that. But you yeah. know, it's just a, a time, happy, happy times in the in the FedEx Cup tent. You know who I hope FedEx makes it tent. to the tent to the top thirty next year? Alejandro Toasty. Toasty. We could send him through the tent and shake the hands of the FedEx Cup chair, FedEx chairman or whoever they are. What. That'd be a good scene. People, people are excited about Gordon Sargent. People are excited about <laughs> Michael Thor Bjorsen. Toasty's coming to the tour. <laughs> um, any other tour championship cleanup? Uh, let's let's talk about. Um, well, I, I, okay, so we were pulling on a thread there. Um, it's never been great. It's never been great. Well, I think that the tour actually, the executives would push back and they'd say, what are you talking about? This tournament's delivered some of the best moments on the PGA Tour uh, calendar. Tiger, Rory, you know, like that's what they would yeah, say Rory back. Rory was a good one. Rory, Rory was a good one in 16. I would say it was a fun one with Ryan Moore. Ryan that Moore. was a good one. Like that, was a dual, that was the a par five. That wasn't a totally. Uh, totally it was a shadow leaderboard, and Tiger Neither wasn't was Tiger. a shadow leaderboard. No. no. Um, so I think like I think that's the thing where they would push back and they would say, "Oh, it actually has been very successful." And I think that I guess like maybe it has. it's just not having a, like the players probably love it. I guess, yeah, hundred degrees, maybe not. I'll tell you the weather. Yeah, you know they just go down there and they make a bunch of money. It's just yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's the right. That's not the feeling you should get from the championship game. No, like if NBA finals is like, oh, we made it, and now we just put our feet up and collect our checks. Here's the thing: is that the tour championship ends, and I generally feel. I feel I, I think to myself, good riddance. Thank God that's over. Yeah. Now, like with like the NFL, I get really sad that it's over. Or the NBA, I'm like, God, I gotta wait like a year 
for play uh, the NBA playoffs again. Mm -hmm. NFL, I got to wait a year for this again. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. With golf, it's just like, oh, thank God. Like, when's the Masters? Right. Long, long ways away. And I, I just like, they don't consider that. That's the problem is that at the end of the day, they think this is a success because the players like it and because the, the, partners. And the partners like it. And I the mean, fans, I don't think anybody likes this. I don't think any fan, I don't think if you said to any fan, hey, do you like the tour championship? They'd be like, yeah. Like if, if you polled people on like, what are your favorite events of the year? I think the tour championships, honestly, like a maybe like the 15th best event of the year. Yeah, for being, I just received a text that Monahan was getting booed on the putting green during no. the trophy ceremony. Yeah, Monahan got booed by the people of Atlanta. I'm back in on East Lake. I'm back in on the torch. No, no, that's that's like the Gary Bettman, Roger Goodell. I mean, that's just part of the pars, part and parcel when you're a commissioner. Maybe, but Monahan's maybe not had to deal with that in the past. Do you think um, he got booed from the FedEx Cup? Uh, the tent no, no. <laughs> so you were talking about partners and they're happy one partner who can't be is, is like the tv like that wasn't a great show wasn't a great product but some days it is i feels like they're just dining out on like the tiger scene on 18 a little bit too much and that was a once in a generation deal they got they got to replace jim furick with his hat on backwards with the tiger scene on 18 and they're just like so happy they can do that and and more often than not this just falls a little flat and it was super flat today um let's get to we'll get to Ryder cup after we uh do a little ad read for do you have anything else on east lake are we okay with that it, it, it we were we felt a little bit annoyed to be I, watching I like, it yeah and that's I, we, we're enthused we're I swear to God, I came away from watching Lee Hodges win by seven at TPC Sod Farm, feeling somewhat gratified that I watched it. Like I want, we don't want to be negative. We want to be enthused and engaged in this. And we have all the plaudits in the world to Victor Hovland, like an appropriate FedEx season long winner. Totally cool with that. Uh, wasn't real exciting show for pretty much all weekend. So that's that's it. Anything else? Okay. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, it's a, it's a, a lot of people's last w summer weekend in August. You got a lot of things that you compete against and well, not football. And that was the point of that movie. Yeah. You're not, but, well, you were competing against preseason football this year. <laughs> and it turns out they got popped in Jacksonville of all places is I think I know you tweeted others were tweeting. So, um, but, right. but you're, you're competing against a lot of stuff and you got to put out a good product and it's a, just a bad product. Speaking it's, of a good product, go to bedratty.com, use the promo code SGS 30 and you have ample selection of good they were products. excited to take over this week speaking of partners oh yeah this is just a good partner week what for dratty well so the partners love the tour championship <laughs> <laughs> they had several guys in there and Cantley and Harmon, taylor moore um i'm in my liam polo today rocking and rolling the liam it's 65 here so 70 ish so we're getting into liam season you can get out of sweaty boy season if you'd like you don't have to. I had uh, a dratty sport on today. I was a little cold. You are. I've had to wear a vest. You're going to so wear. I was wearing a ZR vest, and you know you could use SGS thirty for both of those. So you can go to zerorestriction.com or bedratty.com 
and use SGS 30. And they also have the collegiate collection at ZR. We, I don't think we called that out last week, but if you are getting ramped up for college football, they do have all the same schools at zero restriction for different, you know, oh, they quarter have zips zero and restriction too. And layover, lay, oh yeah, boy, yeah, yeah, pullovers, I should say, not layovers, pullovers. Yeah, they got all sorts of stuff at zero restriction if you want to. You know, a bunch yeah. of SEC schools. I got to get 12. over there. Yeah, a bunch of stuff there. So uh, tomorrow we, we got the T-Gift. That's a Dratty Sport. What I like about Dratty Sport is they didn't like roll out this like crappy thing. They took like three or four years. Obviously putting out sport fabrics was like the... the uh, all the rage? Yeah, all the rage. But a lot of people are just pulling shitty materials off the off the rack and let producing them and throwing them out there and say this will work. But they spent like a couple of years uh, trying to design and, and work on this fabric. And this is what they came up with. We're going to be giving them out to uh, participants at the event tomorrow. We give them out to as TKFs to most of our events. So uh, go to bdratty.com, use the promo code SGS30, uh, and use, promo code, use that promo code to get 30% off. They're with us for the rest of the year. They're going to be doing a lot with us around the Ryder Cup. So they're a big supporter of ours. You can support them. Thank you. All right. Should we do Ryder Cup? And before we go to Ryder Cup. Oh, man, I wasn't ready to do Ryder Cup. Well, you're ready to answer this. Are we? Uh, we, not royally. I don't care what the, I mean, U.S. I'm an American. Is the U.S. team like in a position where they're going to have to hide Scotty Scheffler, the number one player in the world? <laughs> like what's going on there? Like. I mean, he could go up against Yannick Paul, and it might not matter. And he's done by four. He could he could five putt anywhere. I don't know. I don't know. But they don't have was, to hide him an alternate shot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just, I, you're was, just gonna hope. You're just gonna hope he doesn't have any five footers. So, just a larger point of getting saying it was quite alarming to watch him putt today, and he was at the open about a month ago saying it was, you know, more of a media overhyped narrative. And since then he's been among the worst putters at almost uh, several events. He was dead last this week, almost near dead last. I think last week at Olympia fields, he's not putted. Well, had some real kind of high profile poor putts today at a four putt, right? He left, he didn't get it high enough on the Ridge. Yeah. Um, so, this is a purely Ryder Cup discussion. I mean, I'm a little. That's an anchor. Like that doesn't. That that's scary to think about that in the crucible of a Ryder Cup point on the line. You definitely look at the the Europeans and and like the the way the top of their uh, lineup looks more than the Americans. Yeah, certainly after I this mean, week, Hovland, yeah. Rory, and Hovland, and I mean, Rom hasn't been great. I'm not gonna act like Rom's been great, but I I've great at the got, mic, soundbite yeah. central for him. Love by sharing the soundbite. He's been good. Yeah, on money and other. Things, How about but, that? He yeah. just 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 hit. Hit the tour where it hurts with that, with that oh, money. Oh, how they thing. talk about money nonstop. Yeah. Oh, it pisses them off. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I, I have. But I would say, I alarm. think Scotty might, needs to go look at the broom. Well, yeah, you've been saying that. He's been trying to practice like, you know, nobody's business. Why don't you just, you know, try, try something, something new? Or take like two weeks off. That's what I would say. Would Why I don't do. you just like. I would think. Why don't you just not, not hit putt. a putt yeah. for two weeks? Like, do yourself a favor, yeah. clear your head, and come back. You know, allow yourself. 
I always feel like when I take a long time off, like you get back on the green, you have no clue where you're aiming. You're like just trying to get aimed and you're not thinking about your stroke and you might hit some good putts. Yeah. You know, like you lose your ability to aim when you take time off. First, you know, it's like then all of a sudden your, your mind's going to be thinking about something other than like how your stroke feels like that's, I, I think that's like the thing that's so hard when you hit it so good you end up with so many putts that you expect to make, but you're not supposed to make that many putts. Like the percentages say you shouldn't make all these putts, like, right. But you feel like you should make them. And, and I think it just, it wears you out. Yeah. And I think that's what's happened to him right now. Yeah. I don't like, it's a mental thing clearly, you know, and I think it's from like hitting it so good that you have so many, makeable opportunities it's not like spieth like spieth when he was like peak spieth he was just running putts in right you know flying in yeah he, he wasn't just like scotty's hitting it to like 10 feet every all the time <laughs> like it's like oh i've got like eight 10 footers <laughs> and i made four of them you know <laughs> and that's bad that feels bad all right Right. And that's the problem, I think, is that he just needs he needs a space. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll get a couple weeks. I I don't think he will, though. I think he's just going to be grinding. You think he's going to be putting around Dallas for the next 30 days? I watched this man putt at the U.S. Open for like two to three hours. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the we've gotten to the point where it's time to unplug and plug it back in in a couple weeks is probably that the hours and hours might not be the way to go but who am i i'm not number one player in the world uh a frustrating playoffs for scotty i would say frustrating, frustrating for rom too frustrating for, hey where do you i don't want to get too much into fedex company where do you grade like let's grade the playoffs like all the way through i thought it was not a great fedex i thought olympia playoffs. fields was good that was exciting 28 on the back nine that was rousing yeah I, I mean, Memphis was a little, it was hot and Lucas Glover hey, can't play playoff. And then this week was underwhelming. I just thought there was, I thought it was a great, se- I've said this like almost every week, great season. Like the players are delivering so f- much fun, like a ton of great tournaments. And then I thought the playoffs were kind of flat for, for a lot of, besides Victor's explosion last week. So. You know, it turns out that you have like a little bit more lively crowd when it's not a hundred degrees and humid. Degrees. <laughs> like, yeah. Memphis pretty flat. Well, Atlanta pretty flat. Granted the 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 you know events of the day didn't really allow them to be that exciting, but Chicago was rocking all weekend. <laughs> Here we go. Standing up for Chicago. All right, good. Um all right. So Scotty is is safe. Hey, I gotta ask you all. Oh, I was standing oh, up good. for Chicago. You gotta get at me about Cleveland. Something. What do you got? You've well, loved your time in Cleveland. You talk about how nice I, the people are, how great the it. weather is. Yeah, the suburbs are really how nice here. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I went. I had this great dinner. There you go. Good food. Underrated. Amazing foods. dinner. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I, I'm staying at a friend's house, so you know, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll buy him dinner. You know. Yeah. Thank him for his, his hospitality. 
I was like expecting like a two hundred dollar bill. Yeah, came like a hundred and ten dollars. So great like, dinner. What? There you go. It was an ama- amazing dinner. Don't so. give away too many secrets. They don't want to become the too hot. I mean, it's not like Club TFE, hottest club in town. <laughs> I mean, we got the bouncers at Club TFE checking the clicker, see if we're at capacity. It's just coming in still. We don't want that up in Cleveland. So, but yeah, you're having a good time. What did you want to interrogate I, me about? Something I wanted to ask you. Everybody I've talked to here is not excited about the Browns. They, they don't think the Browns are going to be any good. There's I think no, you haven't talked I've to a never, lot of people. I've never seen so little juice in the preseason over a football team. Uh, and that includes my Bears last year, which everybody knew was going to be bad. People are obsessed with the Browns. It's an incredible fan base. They love the Browns. I think there's probably a little bit of a... <laughs> Cognitive dissonance. It can't really claim their excitement because that would also mean you're claiming the quarterback um, and being excited for that. I think there's a little sort of oh, tricky about enthusiasm. Yeah, I mean, incredible throw against the Chiefs to David and Joku. Not sure I can jump off my couch or tweet about it. Like when I saw a great throw, great throw. So maybe that's what you're getting. A little bit of people who can't claim their excitement, enthusiasm. But yeah, they're they'll be fired up as soon as you know week one rolls around. I'm surprised you're getting that. You must not be hitting across enough of a sample size. I've I've, I've pulled everybody I've uh, talked to. People are obsessed with the Browns here, as they are most yeah football cities. That's, so. You know, one other thing I've you know Cleveland uh, just. A lot of you know, a lot of chippiness between the clubs. That's that. You're of, this out. Lot of, you're lot just of, trying to, you're trying to stir the pot. You're trying to stir the pot about Browns enthusiasm. There's no rivalries. There's no rivalries. That's that. That's in every market. That's unique to. That's not unique to every, everybody. This, that's a great place, but. Let me tell you, <laughs> you've been making your way around there. Yeah, that's that's where been it is. Been talking everywhere. to a lot of people. That's in a bunch of metropolitan areas. Right? It's maybe a Scandinavian uh, sort of effect. Oh it's yeah, something of fellowship, but a little underlying. You know, general fellowship, but some underlying. Let me tell you yeah. what's wrong with Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> but general fellowship uh, amongst the Cleveland area people. Um, all right, Scotty is safely in the Ryder Cup. Who are your six picks? These are coming Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern and PGA Frisco. Maybe Blocky. Oh, they're going to PGA Blocky Frisco. Blocky might be there to announce them, you know, or open the envelopes be there, or something. Right? Yeah, there'll be balloons and Blocky will be opening. I don't Do know. Do you what, think Blo- so. they're going to have Blocky out at Frisco for like weeks on end trying to set the course record? <laughs> they could do that. That wouldn't be surprising. Yeah. The, 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 have them play up tees. The longest tale in the history of content, Blocky. But uh, that'll be s- Tuesday at 10 a.m. What? Let me ask you a question real quick on Blocky. <laughs> what? Would it surprise you if, like, uh, if he was like the next Bachelor? <laughs> I mean, I think he's happily married. Okay. I hope. Like, I think. I think. Like to like. I like actually am oh, now at the point. Oh, some reality TV. Where, like I don't think I'm surprised at anything. Big Brother, one of these <laughs> things. Like you know, America. I'm not. What's the dancing I want to be clear. I'm not wishing any ill will on Blocky's marriage. I'm just just wouldn't be surprised. What's the know? show where they dance? Where they come and dance? Oh, America! The the dance, so uh, dancing with can, the stars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be That's perfect. where he's going. I don't even know if that show's still on TV, but I, that seems like the, the sort of uh, you know 
unknowing general ABC audience that just wants some empty calories at 8 p.m. on a Thursday or whatever. That's that's the kind of thing he's going for. That doesn't know what block he, you know. He's you know, tripping, squeezing every last drop. So 10 a.m. Eastern, PJ Frisco, Blocky will be there. What what names are they going to be announcing? What names are they going to be or what names should they? What names are they? Who are they? the six picks going to be? Whether oh. you think they should be the six picks. I'll give you mine. It's going to be Brooks, Spieth, Cameron Young, who was not in Atlanta, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, and Justin Thomas, which would mean Burns, uh, Keegan, Finau, Denny McCarthy, Lucas Glover, those types are all out. I think Cameron Young and JT, both not in Atlanta. Obviously, Brooks was not either. Uh, I think that's who's going to get picked. I have reasons for that, but who do you think are your, your six are going to Um, I kind of agree with you um, as to who will get picked. I would feel bad for Sam Burns. This would be from the, the Walker Cup. <laughs> Literally like a repeat of that. He's 12th, 12th in points. Has Made tec- it to Atlanta. Technically earned it. He's won the match play. Finished T9 this week in the FedEx Cup. Total, I guess. Um this is it is eerily similar to the uh to the to the Walker Cup snub, to be completely honest. You know who I've come around really wanting is Keegan Bradley. Yeah. I just want to like introduce the Keegan dynamic back into the Ryder Cup. Come on, this is entertainment, it's exhibition. Keegan's kind of he's a yeah, it's been a decade. He'll be coming yeah, he'll be too hyped up. I think that's like the cool thing too about I listen, like as I think I've been fairly outspoken that I do not enjoy watching Keegan Bradley play golf, sure, right? Sure. Um, I would just say, like, I think from his career perspective, this would really frame his career quite well. Like, has been a professional, a very good professional golfer for a very long time. And making a Ryder Cup is something that signals that. In a way, the Ryder Cup and the President's Cups are golf's all nba pro bowl or not all pro teams not pro bowl yeah pro bowl kind of gets but all pro teams and that's usually done by like merit like those lists are our media votes yeah that can be a little political at times but it, yeah it's mostly merit I yeah mean, it's mostly it, statistics and what you built up over the year but, exactly and winning, it's not it's and, not popularity yeah. it's not like do you get along in the team room yeah. and just like like all pro all nba those type of designations there's a financial huge financial reward tied to them i mean nba contracts are tied to them it's why you know jalen brown made made third team all nba this year and because of that he got like 70 extra million dollars in a contract so listen like i think like for a guy like sam burns millions of dollars are at stake with a Ryder cup spot. Like it, it, sure. it, like Sam Burns is not on the pip radar, right? But he is on, he would all of a sudden become on the pip radar when he's playing on the American team, 12 guys in the most highly televised event. And if he p- balls out in it, he's absolutely like probably becomes a, a pip type person. Mm-hmm. Right. Also with Sam Burns, I do think that he, there is a chance that Sam Bur- I think there's a chance that Sam Burns is on the team because of Scotty Scotty element. Yeah. 
Yep. So I think, so. I think he's the one that I kind of look at, and and then it's like who gets bumped. It's Burns, Young, and JT. It kind of feels like at? yeah, okay. and I I don't know pen For pals, roommate, roomies, JT and and ZJ, the roomies, the best buds. Um, I don't. Th- I feel like he's <laughs> on the team. <laughs> yeah. JT's probably sending him pictures of you know rounds he's playing at at, at medalist. We're getting worse ball sixty fives like the Tiger days. I gotta look. Let's react live. This is video Jay rigged and Monahan was booed ahead of his opening line, thanking the fans tonight. Oh, he thanked the fans yeah. first. They did boo. Oh my God! From the. Oh, what a what a just flat reaction. That was interesting. The text I thought was maybe overselling it, but yeah, not the biggest thing, but he is a commissioner now. That's the commissioner treatment. Um, JT, I do, I, I don't know. I guess I've cooled on that. I think he's like, he's someone you want to take to Rome. He's had a horrible, <laughs> bad season for him, but I, I think, think the Euros will be excited yeah. if, he, if they bring That's him true. out there. So that'll be 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Um, what else do we need to get through? Chan Kim wins the Albertsons Boys Did you Open. see this, his scores? Yes, yeah, 66, 62, 64, 64. There was a guy who shot 59, David Kocher. He didn't come close. I mean, he lost by two. I guess that'd be close on a shadow leaderboard, but he lost by two after shooting at 59 at the Albertsons Boys Open. Kim is hot. He was... I think runner-up last week, so now he wins the first playoff event. Uh, one player who I did, feel like he's been banging around for a while. He has, yeah. Like I, I feel like he was like on Corn Ferry like seven years ago. Yeah, one player who did not win in Boise was Alejandro Toasty, who took an early Ali, exit. Our guy. The Toasty boy, Al Toasty. What an uh, incredible circumstance. Monday Q <laughs> tweeted that he had been suspended uh, by the PGA Tour on, I think, like Thursday or Friday. Monday, Ryan French published a story on Monday Q. Read his story. He's got a bunch of incidents about him cursing and whistling at players and, you know, smacking tee markers and, like... Maybe maybe hitting his caddy with a club. <laughs> <laughs> but deciding to... Coming up with this arrangement. We got a million tips, and some of them are in this story, about this arrangement where he said he would pay his caddy after taxes... <laughs> The um, caddy's supposed to pay taxes. Right. So he like just deducted some 38% Argentinian tax uh, after he won at Chicago. Uh, we got a lot. Of, I got, we've got a million messages about Toasty him being a, totally, a total lunatic. Um, you got one about how he hits two balls at a time. He's so fast on the range. He hits one. And then two ball's, balls still in airborne. The air. Two He's balls just, airborne at the same boom, time. Boom, reload, boom, reload. Um, there's a lot about the scoring. I did get some defense of like people who, I don't know. He's from nothing in Argentina and I don't know. He just has really bad social skills. Clearly has a bad hot temper. Doesn't seem to know how to deal with his emotions. I don't know if he's bad at math or he's tried to be fast and loose with the accounting of his scores that, that we went through at Florida. Um, but yeah, there's ample, ample smoke. What, you know, it sounds like he's pretty shitty to the caddies. Like he can't find a caddy. He just goes through them. Like, you know, FedEx Cup does format changes. Like constant caddy turnover with Toasty. 
Um, maybe maybe nubbed one with the club, hit according to you. I don't know, but there was contact he's, there. He's got he's got uh, big negotiation skills of potential future caddies. You know, you you, you got to earn you got to earn your t- keep it. Work for Toasty. Work for yeah. Work for a penny, and then we'll figure it out. You know, um, but yeah, he, there's. A, the, what's interesting is the spe- suspension. And we went, we had just talked about this guy. Maybe winning was the worst thing. It puts him under the microscope. And you're like, oh yeah. When we, when he won, people were like, oh, that guy should be, should have been suspended like months ago. He's a complete lunatic, totally inexcusable behavior, cursing every other word, cursing people out, telling, uh, by Ryan's story, he told one rules official, a PGA Tour official to go die. Um, and we heard a lot of that, that, yeah, that he's been, just a complete hothead. So maybe he changes. Maybe this cools him off. But it seems like it's been a crazy problem. What, what sounds nuts is that he's whistling at players. He's telling them to fuck off and all these things. He's coming to the PGA Tour for sure. He's suspended for like not a precipitating cause other than being like a lunatic and cursing at people. Like there's no... There's no like red-handed moment where he robbed the bank or he cheated um, or he, you know, was on peds or whatever else. There's like no, it's like general assholery is why he's suspended. And it sounds like there's enough there for the suspension. I just wonder if he might fight back. Like what's your, what's your actual cause for suspending me when, you know, I guess F-bombing everyone in the universe and being a, a complete lunatic is unacceptable. So uh, he is toasty. He's he runs hot. We'll get more and more stories. I guess we'll filter them out. We want to be careful. Uh, some people have cautioned us to just I don't know. He has like real community, limited skills when it comes to communication and controlling emotions. I would agree with the latter on controlling his emotions. That does seem to be an issue. Um, <laughs> well, got Kyle Westmoreland's face, who's like the biggest dude out there, former. Uh, military man he's huge he gets in his face i guess toasty's like five five or something like that. <laughs> not, not a big fella um but i don't know what's that was one of the one of the think big about when he's gonna come in and talk to the media at idaho yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen so well the um, thing that's crazy he's qualified on points I wonder how oh, long the, how long the suspension is. Well, yeah, they, uh, Ryan I think suggested it's like through the finals or through the Corn Ferry Tour finals, but like imagine if he was like twenty seven in points and they suspended him, he's just out. Is he going to be in fall series events like for the PGA? Is it going to be in Napa? Yeah. Should I go? Uh, should I go follow him around for for a day in uh, Napa? <laughs> it sounds like. I don't know. It's going to take a lot for him to change is what it sounds like. You know, he's a, he's a rough guy. Uh, all right. Anything else on this Sunday? Paul Goidos, four putts from like three feet to lose the Champions Tour event in Warwick Hills. Uh, that's all I got. The Canadian Open still going on on the LPGA, but uh, not, not the best weekend, I would say, for professional golf. Good weekend for, for recreational golfers like us. You saw some great... Uh, American classics here in, in the in the heartland, northeast the Ohio, and we'll have an event tomorrow. So, uh, thank you guys for your support. Thanks to B. Dratty for their support. We'll be back Wednesday uh, with I don't know what are we going to do. We'll have Ryder Cup picks. We'll have a full roster. We can holler about what's the one that would shock you. There's nothing that can shock us at this point. Lucas Honestly, I, I think I'm like actually would be shocked if JT doesn't make it. 
It would be I do not think he should be on the team. So would you go Jan Burns, JT off? Yeah, I think I'd go Burn. I'd, I'd go Burns or Keegan probably or Glover. I think like any of those three to me, I think you can make a. a but like, listen, like I don't, I don't believe in it just being like strictly merit. I like think, I just think you have to. I think you, if JT had done anything, if he had made it to. He didn't even make the playoffs. No, it wasn't just Atlanta. Like, if he had made the playoffs, I would have been fine with him getting picked. To me, you have to make the play. Like, imagine if the MVP of the league was picked and it was a team that went like 20 and and 60 in the NBA, 20 and 62. (laughs) Like, you got to have a really bad year to not make the playoffs in golf. I wonder if Todd Clements, our boy, is coming for a European spot. He's Todd, 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 Todd. Over the, uh, in uh, the Czech Masters. So. Be great. Todd Clements on the European. Todd team. Clements paired with Sepp Straka. Sepp is coming, man. He started 30th. He finished. He was on the was I think on the he hunt. might have led the field in birdies. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, that's what you want in match play. Guy is just a, just a just sends missiles at the flag. <laughs> Stats. Let's see. Let's see. Birdies. Oh, uh, Xander led it. Okay. Sepp well, had 19. Okay. 19. He also had 12 bogeys. Well, though. that's the match play. We can work with that. We can work with that in the best ball format situation. Uh, how about uh, how about Spieth? What? Spieth was done with his round. <laughs> I thought you were going to go there earlier. Yeah. He's done with his round. He was in the FedEx tent. Just a guy in the before, tent. While the leaders were playing the six hole. <laughs> He's done. Doing stuff with sponsors and fans. Just another one of the guys in the tent hanging out. So while the while the guys play the for the for the Super Bowl. I just I brought, thought of that because he was he's a he, Sap made uh, one less bogey than him. Okay. All right. Sap made two Eagles too. Yeah, he held out on Thursday from yeah. fourteen. So all right, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back with you on uh Wednesday.